0: This is Kari Gale.
1: And this is Tony Kritz.
0: Welcome to the Pilgrim Loss Podcast, a space for those who wander and wonder. It doesn't.
1: All right. Are we recording? I think we are. Okay. Okay. So, um, uh, (laughs) hi, (laughs) Kari. Hey, Tony. (laughs) So, uh, thank you for pouring me a glass of wine.
0: Um no worries. It is approximately 93 degrees right now it in is. Portland. And It's um, hot. I've
1: been walking all day. I walked almost 10 miles today.
0: Okay, so I walked from my chiropractic appointment. Chiropr- sorry, chiropractic <laughs> appointment back home, which was about 40 minute walk. So I did a little walking myself today. Uh, nice.
1: What was that like uh, half a half mile in 42 minutes?
0: Bite me. <laughs> <laughs> I did walk slowly because I had just had my lower back adjusted. So stop judging my walking speed. Um, It was nice. It was, I like meandering. Okay. Ambling, not walking like you are late for an appointment like you do all the time. Okay.
1: There's some, there's some truth to that. And, um, hey, um, there's been some new pilgriming going on in the Kriz family.
0: Tell me about it. How so?
1: Uh, you know, by the way, in, we're, we're going to talk about the launch of Pilgrim Lost and a big event coming up next month here in Portland. We're really excited about it. that's where we're going, but you're just going to have to hold on for a second because uh Kari big, and event, I big have, event, big event, big event, to, big we event, big event. Catch up a little bit. So, um, first of all, my son's this week pulled my unicycle out of the garage and have been teaching themselves how to unicycle no way yeah my, um
0: wait i don't even i don't think i knew that you I know,
1: multi-layered you revelations know right here
0: unicycle.
1: i grew up It was my thing growing up because oh. i was i was not an athlete and i was not a student and i was not in anything so i taught myself how to unicycle when i was 13 or 14 years old and that was my thing i was the kid around town that rode the unicycle in eugene wow yeah yeah so they pulled it out and um they are teaching themselves how to unicycle. And it's really, you know, from a pilgriming standpoint, it's really an interesting process. Because it is, it it. there's this focus and this discipline that happens in teaching yourself how to unicycle. Because it, it defies, like, what we understand about movement balance. and balance. It defies balance. Because the balance is so different because it's three-dimensional balance. Absolutely. So they're working on that right now. But me, I have taken on... I have picked up a new instrument in the pilgriming orchestra.
0: I'm so I'm so excited to hear what the instrument is.
1: The instrument is and it'll most people listening are gonna go like that's it. Yoga. I have started this week I started yoga.
0: I think I actually saw <laughs> a very sheepish photo on Instagram. Yes.
1: Very sheepish.
0: Tell me about it. Why, why, is, why is this such a, a, a big thing for you?
1: Okay, so first of all, I've had nothing but terrible yoga, yoga experiences in my life. I have probably been to 20 yoga classes in my life of one kind or another. And every single one felt like I was being twisted into positions I should not be in um i was being asked to do things physically that my body just can't do and that includes a plank which is basically a very basic yoga move where I, you just
0: i actually know what that is
1: yeah where you know you're just basically sitting in a in a push-up position without doing the push-up you just have your arms extended but my arms are 7 feet long and uh all my weight is in my hips and i have my 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 arms are like are like pipe cleaners. They I have they have no. Totally mass. understand. They have no mass to them at all. My shoulders have no mass to them. So sitting in a plank for three minutes for me is death. You might as well waterboard me. I mean, as far as <laughs> how much I want to be there, you know. So every experience has been terrible. But I've just had so many friends come into my life, and now you know I'm going to be fifty next year. Come in and say. You know with all the things with all the walking you've been doing and all the meditating you've been doing like yoga is just perfect for you you totally need to do this and i'm like are you kidding me well it's happened so many times that finally i was sitting with a friend who again another friend of mine my friend tom was like oh i've been going to yoga for a year it's totally changed my life i can't tell you how great it is Blah 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 blah. meditation and i'm like okay screw it and i looked up his studio and there was a groupon for 10 sessions for $34 and I just bought it and I started I've started going to yoga I have gone twice in the last four days how has it been well my first (laughs) time going I uh, trust me I was not I was not consciously self-sabotaging like we ever self-sabotage consciously but I was searching the website to know whether or not to bring a yoga mat with me because yeah my wife has one I could bring uh, and the website didn't say anything about it. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to bring one. The, in fact, the class specifically said, bring water. So I brought a bottle of water and that was it show up. Of course, I get distracted last minute, so I leave the house late. I'm trying to like get across town through traffic. Anxiety spiking. I get there. I feel stupid. I already feel like the way that I just hold myself and the way I walk, like when I walk into a yoga studio, everybody goes
0: loser. You have this big like like, flashing sign above your head that says I don't
1: do yoga. I'm I'm not a yoga person. And in fact I hate you all. (laughs) So I walk in and I have to and then I have to fill out forms and then so I walk in and the yoga class has just started like probably two minutes into starting and I walk in and it's a it's a Saturday afternoon class and it's packed. It's it's a it's a huge room there's probably 50 people in there. There's no room on the floor. Uh-huh. And I look around and everyone's got a yoga mat, of course. And I look in a little closet and there are no yoga mats, but there are, are blocks and blankets and pillows, but there are no yoga mats. So and at that moment I was I I was so close to turning around and walking out. But I just like screw it. I can I can endure anything for an hour. And I grabbed a couple blocks. And a pillow and a blanket. And I went over in the corner way too close to the wall, the only spot that existed. And I sat down on the polished concrete and I did an hour of yoga with no mat, sitting on polished concrete, standing on concrete. And I must tell you, that hour felt like 12 minutes. No way. No way. I'm telling I you the truth. I thought
0: you were going to say like
1: five hours. No, it flew by. I loved it.
0: What? What the, do you think was different about the teacher, this particular class? Well, the teacher was
1: named Star. Well, there you go. <laughs> and she's like 70 years old and she's oh. beautiful and sweet. And she couldn't say enough times, it's impossible to do it wrong. Like oh. just do what your body feels is right. You know, just the permission that was given. And, um... And the number of times she just basically said, Feel what you need to feel right now, process what you need to process, hold your body in a way that feels comfortable. It was just, it was tremendously non judgmental. And in a world where everything is judgment, everything is feeling judged. Yes. And you and I were just talking about this a few minutes ago before we turned on the recorder. But judgment follows us everywhere, and I can't tell you. It was hard for me. I mean, I felt like every eye in the room was on me. I'm this gangly guy with long arms who doesn't know what he's doing, and uh, and yet I really, it was really great. So I'm in. I'm in. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and add yoga to my pilgriming life.
0: I think that's very exciting.
1: Six months from now, I may regret saying <laughs> that out loud. But.
0: I actually have have pondered I have done I would probably say <laughs> 10 yoga classes in my life and I've liked them mostly I like the Bikram yoga where you get really sweaty yeah hot and yoga. but in that space they always warn you that you can overextend yourself in Bikram because you get really warmed up and I have tended to do that and then experience some sort of pain or twinge or something yeah Um, I'm currently, you know, been dealing with back issues, as you know. And so my lower back is always angry and everyone's like, you need to get to yoga. So the idea seems really nice. Um, But what you like you said, uh, the idea of. Of performing, wow, that just came out performing in a yoga class. You're not performing, but I feel like you you do feel especially, I think, being such tall people we do feel um even if we're not it's just all in our heads we feel like people are looking at us and so when you're doing something wrong and that is for me like sirens go off and my body says my body and my brain say don't do this again this was this was stressful especially the three Mm -hmm. in me and in the enneagram it's just like no you must be good at this and um So I think that's probably what's prevented me a little bit from doing it. But as I've gotten older, I feel like I need it because I'm just, the flexibility in me is dying. So well, well done you. And um, I'm excited to hear how that goes.
1: Yeah. And, you know, just to share one last piece on it, I think this is really an extension of walking in my story. Hmm. Uh, cause we've, we've talked about before that I, I hate walking. Like I hate, I would never hike. I would never, I, I have no desire to go on like a multi-day hike, you know, but I walked across Spain and I'm finding today I walked 10 miles, you know, just cause around town show off I'm and, kidding. and I, and I really love it. Um, and a lot of that is because, um, it's not because I'm getting old. Hmm. It's because the lies no longer satisfy or are even possible i've spent my life believing that being a physical being meant going through people Mm. Um, i am a post player on the basketball court i still play basketball a couple times a week it still is a very physical activity and the endorphins and the meaning comes from dominating other humans competition right And that's a lie Hmm. I mean it's a way of expressing ourselves physically it is the warrior expression the warrior expression is not equal to being a physical person
0: I agree with you and it was interesting because I showed my sister the list of the themes that we'd like to talk about or that we kind of have thrown around as far as the the thematic ideas that we want to talk about here on this podcast and one of them that she proposed that we use instead of health was the idea of joyful movement. Hmm. And, uh, I said joyful movement. That's, that sounds lovely. It's this idea of moving your body in a space that brings you not necessarily, like you said, that competition moving through people, but just moving and expressing yourself through that. And it can be when we think of expressive, it doesn't necessarily have to be a dance or a, performance is just movement and I think that's why walking is so powerful is that movement is powerful exclusively on its own it doesn't have to have anything else attached to it so
1: okay so we've uh we've danced around enough now let's get into the topic of today which is our launch our launch event for pilgrim lost and uh, if you're listening to this you probably know us or know somebody who knows us and this podcast and the, our, our web portal, uh, PilgrimLoss.com, is launching in September of 2019. Woo! And our official, official launch party will be September 29th. That's a Sunday, September 29th. The walk will, the liturgical walk, the Portland, the Portland Walk will start at what time?
0: 2 o'clock p.m.
1: 2 p.m. and the the coffee shop gathering will start
0: I'm thinking four, four o'clock and we haven't absolutely determined the location of that. So stay tuned yeah. for the
1: for the coffee shop
0: whatever it will be will be
1: cocktail a- hour <laughs> gathering yes um, stay tuned for that but today we're going to talk about the walk we're going to do we're going to do a pilgrimage we're going to do we want to lead a pilgrimage through downtown portland oregon
0: and i have to give uh pretty much full credit to this for this to tony because he is the brainchild for this and i pretty much just nodded at every turn and said yeah that sounds cool let's do that let's do that and so i'm gonna let tony take the the first crack at explaining it
1: (laughs) so um so the primary, the metaphor for this thing we want to do, which is really, which is really a conversation, uh, the, everything we want to do over the next X number of years in Pilgrim loss is a conversation about, um, exploring life in hopeful motion. And that's, that's, a, that's really a move towards wholeness and admitting that we never arrive. That's, that's what this whole process is about. And in order to kick it off why don't we do an, why don't we do a motion event? And our motion event literally is to go for a three mile walk through downtown Portland. And the goal is that we'll start in the Rose quarter and we'll end up in Pioneer square. And along the way, we're going to stop every, every few hundred yards or maybe a quarter mile. And we're going to reflect on a spiritual idea, an idea that helps us move towards wholeness as a person. And we're going to have a, at each point, we're going to have a short conversation and then we'll keep walking. And then, and at each stage of the walk, there'll be 12 stages at each stage. um, Each, each pilgrim will be given something to think about while they walk. So we really, we just want to orchestrate a guided experience, much like what I do in yoga, a guided experience of, of, breathing and and thinking through personal wholeness through Portland. And then as if you think could that be it? Could there possibly be more? Yes, but wait, there's more. If you order now, we are also going to reflect on Portland's history, the spirituality of our city here in Portland. Mm. Um, both the lies, and the damaging things in Portland history, but also the really beautiful things about how Portland was formed and some about what makes it a great city. Those things are going to be processed while we walk. And so we want to invite all of you to come and think about joining us and be a part of the walk. Kari, would you like to come?
0: I am definitely coming. I have it on my calendar. It's highlighted.
1: So what do you think about it? Like, why should people come?
0: Well, I think there's a couple reasons that are... Our- that make me excited. One is that this idea of wholeness, personal wholeness, that you and I both experienced pieces of that as we walked the Camino. Mm-hmm. And one of the key ideas about Pilgrim loss is that you don't have to travel to a faraway country to have a pilgrimage, to walk a pilgrimage. Yes. And so the key idea here is that we can do this at home. We can do this in our everyday lives. And so we wanted the first very first thing that we activity that we did as Pilgrim Lost to encompass that. And so inviting you all to come along and have that experience here in our own city just it thrills me. I think it's it's awesome. And um I love weaving in the history. I love weaving in personal reflection. And um yeah, it's just something that as I said, I just I just keep nodding yes to your ideas, so.
1: Yes. Um,
0: Although I would have liked a free set of Ginzu knives.
1: Well, I can work on that. Okay. Uh, there's a. You know, we we have talked a lot about our experiences going to Spain and trekking and what that what that feels like and that how that's opened our mind to the idea of pilgriming and the concept of wholeness. But I would actually argue something like this is actually more beautiful and it's beautiful because it's an unexceptional Sunday afternoon. It's an unexceptional day in September. It's in Portland, Oregon, which for many people listening to this, that's a, that's a max ride four stops away from where they live to come to where we're going to do this. It is our city. It's our neighborhoods. Uh, it'll cost nothing.
0: And these places that we're going to go to and and stop, you've been by them a million times. You've been by them hundreds and hundreds of times without even glancing at them. Um, And these, this particular walk will give all of us the ability to look at these places with new eyes and see them maybe for the first time in a way that will affect us and impact us. So, um, we're really excited to have you come along. Um, we're going to have more information on the website um, coming up in the next few weeks. So stay tuned for that. And we'd love for you to follow us on our Instagram. Pilgrim Lost is the handle. And there's all sorts of other social media links that you can also follow us on. And we'd like you for you to do that too. So I can't remember them right now. I'm, I'm not that clever.
1: so we hope you'll be able to join us on september 29th we'll be meeting at 2 p.m. on that sunday afternoon we're praying for sun the meeting location will be in the rose quarter on the east side of the broadway bridge for more information about the walk and about the gathering the party afterwards at four o'clock which will probably take place in a private home um please go to pilgrimloss.com or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. More details to come. The event will be so much richer if you are there. Thank you so much for being our friend. Thank you for wanting to go on this journey with us. Thank you so much for being our partners in experiencing life in hopeful motion. you.
0: Thank you for walking with us. To stay connected, visit us at pilgrimlost.com. Please comment, share, and respond.